Hi, day four of our devotional is here. We have been uh, studying on exercising priesthood uh, for the past few days, and we're excited to continue. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And yesterday, we looked at how it's important to generate the fuel, the flames, the fire we need to run by making sure that there's sacrifice on the altar remember we've been studying from the book of leviticus okay and we've been studying where god said in his word that there must be fire on the altar the fire on the altar must not go out leviticus chapter 6 from verses 12 to 13 and for that to happen there must be there must be sacrifice on the altar we said that what the altar is the altar is about generating the flames by which we need to to run and again yesterday we looked at how sacrifice must be on the altar for there to be manifestation and we've been explaining what that means in a new testament context sacrifice on our hearts okay so i want to continue today and um it's it's really really important the things that the spirit of god is teaching us about you know priesthood this is all about exercising priesthood the job of a priest is to maintain the altar of the Lord. And we're camping, we're understanding what, what goes on at the altar of the Lord. And we're taking this right through. Okay, so I want to share with you another thing that happens at the altar of the Lord. And this, this day, we're going to focus on dedication. Someone say dedication. So in the book of Numbers, chapter 7, verses 10 to 11, let's look at that quickly. Numbers 7, 10 to 11. The Bible says, and the chiefs offered offerings for the dedication of the altar on the on the day he was anointed and the chiefs offered their offerings before the altar and the lord said to moses they shall they shall offer their offerings one one chief each day for the dedication of the altar then i, I want us to uh, look at uh, some other scriptures let's look at second corinthians 8 2 to 5 second corinthians 8 2 to 5. now the bible says for in a severe test of affliction their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in in a wealth of generosity on their part for they gave according to their means as i can testify and beyond their means of their own accord begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints and this not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. They gave themselves first to the Lord. Here Paul is talking about the believers in Macedonia. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look at this this thing. You know, one of the things that the altar represents is a place of dedication. The job of a priest is to keep the altar, and part of doing that is um, knowing how to be dedicated. And I really believe that in this season of prayer, in this season of consecration, one of the things that the Lord wants us to really, really understand is how um, dedication allows us to progress, you know, in our faith. Another way of looking at the word dedication, we can say is, is devotion. See, is devotion. And um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the scriptures, as you study it, you see God gives us um, a different, different uh, concept of 
what the life of those that he called to himself uh, characterized. So we can go into the life of whether it's the Samson's or the life of the Samuels or the life of John the Baptist. And when we study the life of this, these individuals, you would see that God um, demanded that because of the duty that they had to carry, that they had to be dedicated to him in a certain way. Today, sometimes um, in, in the world that we live in, um, we don't understand how important it is to be dedicated to the Lord. We don't use words like dedication anymore. We don't use words like covenant anymore. We don't use words like vows anymore. We only use vows mostly <laughs> when it comes to to you know to, to to weddings and things like that but one of the things that must not be far from the mouth of a priest is the idea of dedication being 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 given to the lord being given to the lord i love that scripture that we read in um in the book of corinthians the bible says that the macedonian believers right it wasn't just that they gave money they gave substance the bible says that they gave themselves first to the lord they gave themselves first to the lord sometimes um even in the body of christ you know um people can overemphasize um you know giving material things and all of those things and 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 what what's happened over the years is that yes people have given their money without giving themselves right they've given their money without giving themselves the bible says the macedonian believers the bible says they gave themselves first to the lord you can give your your time okay in a sense but not give yourself you can give your talents but not give yourself okay um uh, you can give um i don't know your substance but not give yourself okay so one of the things that must happen at the altar the altar is a place of dedication it's a place of dedication when when we pray okay that the, the, what god is looking for us to do it's not just for us to ask for things. It's not just for us to command things and to decree things. It's actually for us to give ourselves. In fact, in many cases, one of the reasons why uh, uh, results in prayer tarries is because we haven't done that element of giving ourselves first to the Lord. Sometimes we don't give ourselves wholly. I love um, in the book of, 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 of Timothy, uh, uh, Paul is encouraging Timothy now this is concerning ministry and he says he says give yourself wholly to these duties give yourself wholly to these duties in other words we can give ourselves partially we can give ourselves to God partially we can give ourselves to God in a reserved we don't give all of all of who we are to God it's kind of like what we're talking about yesterday when we were looking at Cain and Abel okay Abel gave God his best. Cain gave God something. That sometimes is, is a representative, not just of offerings in terms of, you know, um, 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 uh, I don't know, animal sacrifices as they, as they used in the Old Testament. What that, that Cain and Abel scenario can be applied um, to, to us today in the sense that sometimes we don't give ourselves to God entirely. That's one of the that's one of the things that can be dangerous, you know. One of one of the dangerous things that can happen as a believer, where you're in but you're not fully in. You're in but you're not all in. 
you're in but you're 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 in it but you're not you're not you're not going all the way with god right and what god wants us to know is that every priest and the bible says that god has made us priests and kings unto him okay through christ jesus every priest must be involved in the in the revelation of dedicating themselves we dedicate ourselves first to the lord you can be dedicated to ministry but not dedicated to the lord right you can be dedicated to uh, causes purpose and but not be first dedicated to the lord one of the most powerful stories that we see in the scriptures is a story of abraham you know god had spoken to abraham god had said to him that abraham will be the father of many nations god had said to him that abraham would, would, would have a son isaac was the sign okay isaac was the sign the promise is us that's the, the so powerful in itself but then the powerful thing is this is that after abraham had isaac god tested him once and told him to sacrifice his only son right to sacrifice his only son the bible says that abraham wanted to sacrifice this boy and god was moved god was moved that was the level of the dedication of the man okay watch this uh, 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 the, the altar is a place of dedication it's a place of loyalty in prayer you know as we as we talk about altars we're focused on you know we, we're saying that our, our altars here uh, they symbolize the place of our, our, our seeking god right let me tell you something one of the things that happens in the place of prayer is that our loyalty to god must grow our loyalty to God must grow. The more that we, the more that we pray, the more that we seek God, is the more that our loyalty to God must grow. There, there, there is something called being loyal to God. Is the more that our loyalty to God must grow, and it takes it takes dedication to God to override some some challenges. It takes dedication to God to override some challenge. The Bible lets us know that israel was about to cross it was 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 um, was about to get you know get out of egypt and the bible says that that egypt chased them egypt chased them okay and i'm sure for some of them when they saw egypt behind them one of the things that came to their mind was we need to go back because these guys are going to overpower overpower us but what made moses push beyond that was not just faith as we know it of course it was faith but his dedication to the Lord, right? His dedication to the Lord. He was dedicated to who God was, dedicated to what God said, all right? Giving to what God, loyal to God, loyal to God. Certain levels of faith cannot be produced without loyalty to God. Certain levels of faith, they, they, they become more about, um, what's the word now? Loyalty to God. Okay, that's why when we talk about faith, we talk about trust, right? They become more about loyalty to God than just trying to solve a situation. It's because we are so loyal to what God has said. We are so dedicated to what God has said. We're not going to let go because we're dedicated to him. We're not going to let go of his word because we're given to what he has said, right? And the altar is a place of dedication. It provokes in us a lifestyle. I want us to get used 
to things like, you know, knowing that we are covenant people. We're people that are covenanted to God. When you know that you are covenanted to God, when you know that you wholly belong to God, when you know you have totally consecrated to God, there are some things you don't do. There are some things you don't find easy to do because there is a sense of covenant. God chose a whole tribe to himself uh, the tribe of of the levite and what, what what was this what was this symbolic of well this was symbolic of the priesthood of all believers god chose a tribe by which, for, from which he generated priesthood you see this levite there was a way they were supposed to live there was a way they were supposed to to function a way they were supposed to eat they had prescriptions for their lives right they had prescriptions for their lives why because they were dedicated to god there were people chosen or people set apart but now here, here here's what we do sometimes in our generation we use we use words like we are holy nation okay we use words like we're peculiar people we use words like we're chosen generation we claim the status but we don't live by the prescription we claim the status but we don't live by the by the by the prescription right being a royal priesthood is not just a status it has to be exercised by dedication by living a dedicated lifestyle a consecrated lifestyle a covenanted lifestyle a giving lifestyle a separated lifestyle a distinct lifestyle right and that that happens because we realize that we are first separated to the lord this is one of the things that happens at the altar this is one of the core duties of a priest to be dedicated to god to be given to god to be sold to be sold out to god entirely to be given to god entirely completely yielded to god entirely when god finds this type of response he finds this type of attitude in a people. Wow. He's able to manifest himself. Sometimes we are praying, exercising at the altar, praying. But what is missing is that our hearts are not yet fully given. Our hearts are not yet fully dedicated. Our hearts are distracted. Our hearts are in it 50%. Yesterday at Kiros, we looked at this. God said in the book of Jeremiah, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. The thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. God said, then <laughs> you will come and pray to me and then you will find me when you seek me and when you seek me with all of your heart, right? To experience God requires to be dedicated to him. In the New, in the New Testament, being dedicated to God is like this. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. With all of your all of your mind, with all of your strength, with all of your soul. That is what it means to be dedicated to the Lord. Not 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 half in, not half out. Does that make sense? Not 70% in, not 30% out. No. Being fully yielded, understanding, you know, and for us to do that, you know, we must understand the lifestyle that comes with our calling as priests. This whole thing about being priests, we just don't want to be priests. Okay, when it comes to, you know, exercising authority in prayer and, and, and exercising this and that in prayer. No, it would, be, it would be abnormal to not live the priestly life of dedication and to expect the priestly results of influence. It would be abnormal to not live the priestly life of dedication, 
but to, to expect the priestly results of influence. Many today exercise, they pray a lot and all of that stuff, but they haven't given themselves wholly to the Lord. I remember a few years ago, I'd gone on a retreat, I'd come back from this retreat. I was charged. I was stirred. We had prayed. I went with some of our dead people, okay? And when I came back at the retreat, I remember I was somewhere uh, in one of these unis, and um, I saw a guy who was Christian, and we were talking. And um, I told him just from the passion from the retreat, I said, you know what? I was praying, and I said to God, I said, God, I'm not going to let you down. And the guy looked at me and thought, wow, you're really brave. I would never say that to God. He looked at me as if I was being super spiritual. But what he did not understand is that my prayer had moved me to a place of dedication. What moved Paul to the place where he said that woe betide me if I do not preach the gospel? Wow, what moved him? What got him to that place? Dedication. Right. What got him to the place where he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation, dedication. What moved Paul to the point where he said, he said, I'm not only willing, okay, to, to, be, to be in prison for the gospel, but to die also, dedication. There's a place you can go in God. This is the, this is the realm of discipleship we must contend for, where our love for Christ must bring us into certain conditions by the help of the Holy Ghost, where you begin to say to yourself, no, 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 God, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go back to where I was before. I'm not gonna do the things that I did before. God, I'm giving you this time and I'm not taking you back. You see, when God, when, when, when the raising of altar and the raising of sacrifices is mixed with dedication. It increases the flames. When the raising of altars, prayer altars, okay, for us, mixed with sacrifices, backed up with dedication, there is a release on the earth. Most times, what God is waiting is for us to get to that point of dedication. That was the story of Hannah. I could give you instances upon instances. That was the story of Hannah. Prayed for a child over and over again. Should have had the child. But when she prayed to the realm and said, God, if you give me a child, I will give him to you. Dedication. So and so dedication. When she dedicated him, ah, now she was ready for what God wanted to release. She wanted a son. God wanted a prophet. She covenanted with God. And then there was the release of heaven. I'm telling you in this season, let your prayer move you to the place of dedication. Let your prayer move you to the place where something shifts in your lifestyle. I'm going to close on this. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Well, my time is up. Well, John the Baptist, the Bible shows us about John's life. Okay, John was not just the voice of one calling in the wilderness. He didn't just have this voice calling in the wilderness, you know, because, you know, he was powerful. No, this guy had to live a dedicated lifestyle. God said to his parents, God said he mustn't be given to strong drink. Okay, God said he had to eat, to, to eat um, locust and wild. God, the, the word shows us that he ate locust and wild honey. There was a prescription for his life. What is the prescription for the life that God has called you to live. I'm going to stop on that question. What is the prescription in this season of prayer? Don't just look for external change. Look for change within you. Dedicate yourself to the Lord. The Bible says the Macedonian Christians, they gave themselves first to the Lord. Let's give ourselves 
first to the Lord. I will catch you tomorrow. God bless you as we continue to meditate on God's word.